Hi, everyone. I'm Andrew. I'm Martin. And this is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks I fail to solve an ARG, and Martin tells me what I should have done instead. That's right. And this week we are kind of doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you you have not really told me what we're talking about this week. Mm-hmm. Just that you have something weird. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, in, in that case, Marn, what are we doing this week? Uh, we are talking about Human Preservation Project, also known as Test Subjects Needed, which was the ARG created to sell five gum. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you know, I don't know that we've had many questions that came in this week. Uh, Marn, <laughs> do you like chewing gum? I do, actually. I like gum. You do, are you a regular gum chewer? I'm not. I I can't stand the stuff. Not like regularly, but once a year, I feel like I'll I will go to the grocery store and be like, I could buy a pack of bubble gum, and then I'll just have it in my house and slowly go through it over like the course of a year. <laughs> I so as part of extra life, uh, extra life sent us a little like care package of a couple snacks. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a, a pack of gum. And I went through that. But like every time that I like did it, I chewed gum for like five seconds. And then I was just like, this is a waste of time and threw it away. I I have some weird mental hurdle when it comes to chewing gum that I just feel like it's a waste of time. And I can't bring myself to do it. No, I get that. I mean, I also like to keep it in the house because I am very sensitive to certain smells. And chewing gum helps with that. Mm, okay. So it is nice to have like a little thing of like bubble yum or whatever in the pantry. I guess when I was a kid, whenever I got sick, my mom would like hand me a stick of mint gum to get the taste out of the mouth. But I always, Interesting. I never found that it worked. I always just felt like it added mint flavor to what I had going on. Yeah, I'm not like a huge mint. I'm not a huge mint gum person. I am a bubble gum person, which is you weird because like I. Because I only learned how to pl- how to blow bubbles with gum as an adult. Do you like like fruit flavors or just the like tutti fruity bubble gum? Just the bubble gum flavor. I don't like like grape flavored gum that does nothing for me. It's gross. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I I don't like most fake fruit flavored candies. Yeah, I'm same boat. Momo, what's up? Hey, okay. Momo. <laughs> what? Is Momo gonna join us for this one? No, she wants water. I can't give that to you right now. You have water in your cup. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, before we get interrupted again, uh, what do you say we get into? What was it? The Human Instrumentality Project? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. (laughs) This is how it it feels to chew five gum. Everyone explodes in the tang. Surely someone has edited that in a YouTube video that has to exist, right? Surely. So, a few things about this ARG. Uh, would you like to guess who made it? Um, okay, this is for 5Gum. Yes. So, corporate sponsorship, but mm-hmm. it has a a humanist bent to it. Mhm. I feel like this has to be either Allison Smith or um the gang behind the beast. Is that 42 Entertainment? Yep. So this is a 42 Entertainment joint. This feels like a 42 Entertainment <laughs> joint. Okay. Uh, you could find a page about it on their website, which is where I'm 
getting some of the information from that isn't on the outline. Uh, okay. Because this page has, like, a video that's like, here's a little summary of, like, what we did. Okay. You were uh, telling me that you don't have a lot in the way of, like, documentation for this one. So, is this one a little spotty? So, two reasons. Um, there is a wiki, but it cuts off at a certain point, and I think it just, like, stopped being updated. Um, there are, like, a bunch of kind of disparate forum threads about it. And, um, this arc didn't really end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I did a dive into the Facebook group for this arg, and um, apparently a bunch of the players were promised that they would get some, like, final reward at the end of this arg that they didn't. And there was almost, like, legal action taken over it. <laughs> okay. Oh, it sounds like, uh, I, I feel like when a lot of um, ARG creators, when we say, hey, we're covering an ARG, we get a lot of people that go, oh, wow, I'm excited for people to dig into this. It sounds like someone over at 42 Entertainment is like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone's talking about the gum thing. <laughs> oh. Well, all right. Uh, let's let's make Forty Two Entertainment's uh, social media manager angry. What a, what's up with uh, what's up with the gum, Marn? So this ARG started in 2011. Okay. Do you know what else happened in 2011, Andrew? <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to be a little more specific. I was a college sophomore, so do you know I was a little was insular. <laughs> was happening in the dc comics universe in 2011 is that new 52 uh-huh it was flashpoint and these are related and in the flashpoint comics uh there were mysterious ads for five gum <laughs> okay damn did that go so <laughs> poorly for them that they needed to break out ads and like they were just like fuck it we'll take fake ads like please <laughs> so it was like it it had like a, a pack of five gum on it uh but it also had morse code that translated to test subjects needed.com okay insane way to start your arg may i say <laughs> i feel like i yeah so do you think that okay there's two ways that this went one is that uh 42 entertainment reached out and was just like well, I guess, okay, so what? Five Gum reaches out to them and says we need to do a thing. And they go, great, we have a new thing. Here's a way we can kick it off. Do you think mm -hmm. they go to DC and they say, hi, we know you're about to do uh, New 52. We'd like to be part of this and do a big marketing push through that because we know you'll have a lot of eyes on it. Can we make this happen? I think or, absolutely. <laughs> I or, think that's probably what they did. Do you think that they go to DC Comics and they say, hi, DC Comics? I feel like you're our exact demographic that we want for what's about to happen. Do you think that you can do this? And DC Comics comes back to them and goes, oh, don't worry. We're about to do a thing that nobody wants. Let me go ahead and just stitch you right to our, our least effective rebrand in history that we will essentially walk back within three years. Yeah, don't worry. God. We got something cooking here. <laughs> yeah, they, they slap 
slapped that gum ad right in the middle of Flash Foot and went, looks good, print it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get any better than this. <laughs> uh, you know what people that like weird, weird convoluted webs of... Uh, <laughs> You know what they like is when you strip out entire continuities. That's exactly the arc, the, the market for this. Oh my God. Oh, um, that's part of the reason I wanted to cover this because I was looking at that wiki today and I was like, oh my God, that's where they started. We're off to that a great was start. Their trailhead. Whew. So. TestSubjectsNeeded.com Speak, spe- Speaking of uh, things that are uh, chewed up and spit out when people realize they're not very good uh, How's this come back to, to bubblegum, Marn? <laughs> so TestSubjectsNeeded.com was um, the kind of hub website for this ARG, I believe um, It no longer exists, I'm pretty sure Well, hold on, it's loading Yeah, no, it can't be reached <laughs> Uh, it, there was it, a little while It redirects while where to it, survivalcode.com. I'm curious yeah. if that's part of this or if they just reused the, the URL somewhere mm-hmm. else. So that was part of this, but then okay. that website is also broken. Yeah. Uh, and it had text on the site that said, um, these are not conventional experiments. Qualified test subjects volunteering their person for sensory-based research will undergo enhanced amplifications, blah, 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 blah. You've seen a five-gum ad. Like, the, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. the, kind of, the, the kind of setup was like the weird like sci-fi facility in the five gum ads is real and like we're putting people actually through these like weird experiments there is one of those ads that's like a guy sitting in a room made of speakers that they play like low level music through and i did always watch that and think i bet that could fix me I, I have always wanted to be in a five gum commercial. That always did seem like a neat a neat place to be. Yeah. Um and at, at the end of this like long paragraph, uh it it there was like a, a little counter and it says when the counter above hits zero, the time will come for you to volunteer your services to the human preservation project. Test subjects are needed now. You are needed now. Martin, have you ever done a uh test subject thing? No. Never, but, never were in a psych experiment or anything like that? So, no, but the uh, the place where I work has a couple labs associated with it, and I see flyers a lot that are like, hey, do you want to get paid $200 to, like, take a weed brownie and do some experiments? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound I'm half like, bad to be perfectly damn. honest yeah i i think there is like a specific like lab or like medical professor or something that is like doing cannabis related studies because i always see flyers that are like hey we're looking for some some people to like take a weed gummy and like run on a treadmill for a little bit <laughs> 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 frankly that does sound like the worst way to get some weed i know i feel like you got a lot more options in this day and age <laughs> yeah exactly 
I know also there is like a, a a physics lab in Baltimore that occasionally puts out stuff like, hey, we want to like a bunch of people to like put you in an anti-gravity chamber and like do shit in there. And I think I, I, I think I applied for one of those once, but I didn't get in. <laughs> I, for a second, I thought that these were the same thing again. And uh, I, I, I'll be honest with our audience. I've never actually done a weed. I would take weed and get it in anti-gravity. <laughs> that sounds incredible. That sounds like the perfect experience. <laughs> that could actually fix you. <laughs> that could actually fix me. Yeah. <laughs> Get into a sensory deprivation chamber, but also I'm stoned. That sounds great. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> it, it could go two different directions. <laughs> I'm willing to give it a shot. Oh, man. Um, so there were also print ads in uh, LA Weekly and Seattle Weekly and Seventeen Magazine that led to the same uh, website. Okay. Um, they, well, they led to testsubjectsneeded.com, but they had, like, a slash, uh, a word. So, like, it was, uh, slash unknown, slash query, slash destiny, but they all redirected to the homepage. Like, they weren't actual pages. Okay. Um, and then the TV commercials for Five Gum started to also have, like, a brief flash of testsubjectsneeded.com at the end of them. Okay. And shortly afterwards, uh, testsubjectsneeded.com updated uh, with a sensory evaluation test uh, that you could take and it would register you a profile on the site and uh, they would mail a custom printed ID badge to you for the human preservation project. That's cool. Yeah. I I I I'll do a lot of things for an ID badge. Yeah. Uh so this happened in May. The badges weren't actually mailed until August. So we'll come back to them. Okay. Uh on June 7th at E3 2011. All right. Uh attendees of E3 got handed out black envelopes with a confidential sticker on them. So are these players that went to like an event at E3 or is it just like random people at E3 were selected? I think it was just like random people at E3. <laughs> huh. Okay. This, a lot of the stuff here feels like shots in the dark, but they are shots in the dark taken by 42 Entertainment. So like, it's not as dark as you'd think. They know, they know vaguely what they're doing. Yeah, Actually, that sounds like an insult. They know what they're doing. They are like, <laughs> we know where we can, t we know where in the dark to shoot and we'll probably hit something. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they, they got these envelopes. Uh, they had a, uh, a printed sheet of paper and a, like a decoder plastic sheet on it okay. um, that you could like hold over the paper uh, and you would see an image of an ice fly, which is like a little five gum mascot that they have in some of the commercials, and a link to testsubjects.com. Test okay. Um, on June 13th at Bonnaroo 2011, um, there was a live event where 42 Entertainment dropped a bunch of quote unquote ice flies. Onto Bonnaroo. 
which you can see in a video on the official Mission Icefly YouTube channel. Okay. Now, what is Mission Icefly? Is that just this one specific thing that happened? Or is this kind moving forward it, where we're coming from? So it's it's kind of both. Um, this is like where they hosted all of the videos for okay. uh, the thing, I believe. Gotcha. Okay. See, okay, this is a bunch of people at Bonnaroo stoned out of their mind. <laughs> Exactly. W- watching little blue lights rain from the sky. This is how it feels to chew five gum. It is very funny because you could tell that barely anybody has any idea that this is for like an ARG. <laughs> no, it's it 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 really is just people like, holy shit, there's lights in the sky. Yeah. This is so high budget, I guess. Like there's a lot of we're yes. hitting E3. We're hitting Bonnaroo. We're hitting uh we're hitting 52 pickup. We're hitting mm-hmm. like all of these big major, you know, nerd touchstones. This can't be and they're they're it looks like these are all like cards that have little glowing lights on them. Is that what I'm looking at? Yeah, they're little like paper helicopters with flashing lights. So this can't be cheap. No. And this is like really interesting because I feel like we have talked about a lot of like 42 Entertainment ARGs that were very like iconic. Like they did I Love Bees, they did Year Zero, they did Why So Serious. And like those were very iconic and like people still talk about them and like they did what they were supposed to do. I feel like this is kind of... The rare instance, perhaps, of a of a flop from Forty Two Entertainment. <laughs> Wild. I'm. Is it because it's for Five Gum? A little bit. Because, <laughs> like, looking at other st- the the thing about their other ARGs is that they they're doing this like what I'll call nerd focused advertising because they're hitting mm-hmm. all of these like things. Yeah, but they're doing it for the Dark Knight. They're doing it for Nine Inch Nails, which is a nerd band, unfortunately. Yeah, they're doing it for Tron Legacy. They're doing it for like the girl with the dragon tattoo, Amazing Spider Man, Halo Two. These are all mm-hmm. Generator Rex, right? These are all like nerd things. Yeah. So I feel like they're trying to shift that into, but it's the gum that's trying to be the cool sci-fi gum, but it still has like corporate stink on it so i don't know how well that can translate to an arg i yeah i i agree i think it's i think that people only can get so hyped about gum (laughs) (laughs) every year i get some in my christmas stocking and that's the last time i think about it exactly and like eat the last piece on january 3rd and then i ignore it until next november like, this does kind of feel a little bit like the Drink More Ovaltine of ARGs. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> so, um, the uh, the people who had completed the sensory evaluation and they had, like, registered a profile on Test Subjects Needed, uh, they started to get mail um, from Test Subjects Needed. Um, and they got a package with uh, one of the little, like, paper ice flies that they could fold and assemble, and also a piece of paper that said, we are both creatures of the senses, you and I. We inhabit the same reality, simmering just below the perceivable world. The pulse is growing. Can you feel it? Okay. Um, they also uh, 
uh, had there was a QR code on the on the little helicopters that they got uh, that went to missionicefly.com, which had a countdown timer to June 30th, um, noon Pacific time. Uh, this was June 13th. Um, and it had a little ice fly that buzzed around on the on the site. Okay. <clears throat> on June 25th, uh, the footer of that site uh, updated to show the phrase Operation Reboot. Um, and over the course of a couple days, uh, the footer uh, had a bunch of letters that slowly unscrambled to reveal a list of 15 cities. 42 Entertainment's favorite thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Giving Start a list chewing, of y'all. 15 cities. Uh, and they, uh, the players also discovered a Twitter account at Mission Icefly. Um, now something else happened uh, on this day, on June 25th. Um, Mission Icefly, the YouTube channel, uploaded a video called Mission Icefly V2. Um, okay. And you may note that... Uh, it is all similar footage from Bonnaroo up until the last 10 seconds of this video. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and skip ahead. Yeah, just skip, just skip. <laughs> yeah, the ice flies have landed. People are looking at them. Everyone is very sober and of sound body. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, missionicefly.com. That lock? <laughs> Why is Terry Quinn in my in my five gum commercial, Mark? So the other part of this ARG that I have yet to reveal to you is that it stars Terry O'Quinn? Is that it stars Terry O'Quinn and Summer Glau? <laughs> oh, we're in pure nerd shit territory. <laughs> Oh, we got we got the cool guy from Lost and the cool guy from Firefly. Here's what else do you need? <laughs> or I guess the the hot girl from Firefly, which I didn't know until I went to a uh, Forty Two Entertainment's page for this, and the first thing that you see is a big picture of Terry O'Quinn. I I was like, oh, that guy looks like Locke, and then I was like, nope, that is Terry O'Quinn. That is literal, actual Terry O'Quinn. <laughs> Absolutely is. Wild. So June 30th, um, the uh, the countdown on MissionIceFly.com ended, uh, and you could click on the clock, uh, and it went to MissionIceFly.com slash rescue, uh, where mission goals were posted. Um, and each city on the page was slowly, like, one by one, activated, and you could click on the city and get a PDF uh, that had directions to a location somewhere in that city. Okay. And the first person who made it to each site got an envelope uh, that had a phone number that they could text for further instructions. Uh, and once they texted that number, they were given directions to another location. And once they got to that secondary location, I guess tertiary location at this point... Uh, they would get a human preservation project box that had like a a big replica like sciency tube with an ice fly in it, um, and you could plug okay. it in and it would blink out the letters for survivalcode.com in Morse code. Okay. Uh, and once all of the 
once all of the ice lies had been discovered, uh, they got this video, uh, survival code. Glad I'm glad he found work after Lost. Sorry, I gotta watch an ad to watch the ad. Oh no. Uh, while I'm waiting for this to come through, Marn, did you know that, uh, that, uh, Five Gum has gamer gum now? Do they really? It's called Five Gum Respawn. Holy shit. They have added B vitamins and green tea extracts to help up your game, Marn. Awesome. <laughs> I clicked on the sh- it, it. I clicked on the thing. Top line. This is the gum for gamers. <laughs> Are you on the Five Gum website? <laughs> I am. Uh, all right, survival code. Click. Fulfill your destiny with Five Gum. I. I'm gonna be a little mean. Mm-hmm. This video is every arg video ever. <laughs> um okay sure find the what was it survival uh, fulfill your destiny survival code yeah um and so they got uh survivalcode.com uh they also got slash the genesis once they completed all of their objectives so they went to survivalcode.com slash the genesis okay and they got a uh a video uh, that said, uh, as human beings, we experience every second of our existence through our senses, blah, 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 blah. Um, humankind is at a crossroads. If we want to survive, we must heed the call and explore the depths of our shared consciousness. This is a time for heroes, for seers, for sages. This is your time. The world needs you. You must act now before it's too late. Okay. Um... <laughs> And once that, uh, once that like introductory video finished, uh, the site turned into, uh, an image of a metal door in the Arctic. And there was a countdown next to the door that ended on July 15th. Okay. Um, if you had an account on test subjects needed, you could also use it on, uh, the survival code site to log in. Uh, you would get your profile, uh, you would, get achievements this ARG once again had achievements more ARGs should be doing this (laughs) (laughs) um and you could also access a log file which was a five page comic uh that incorporated elements from the genesis video sure okay (laughs) yeah uh it was a comic that said uh the paradox of being, behold the universe, explosions, collisions, ignition on a massive scale, volatility amplified, and yet these chaotic re- reactions foster life as we know it. It's hard to imagine how serenity and destruction exist in, co- in such harmony. We've slowed off the primordial ooze and traded it for suits and ties, but if we don't play our cards right, extinction looms large. Advancement is a messy business, but necessary. We could very easily slip back into nothingness. But you know plenty about that subject. After all, you're the most advanced of your kind. We all have the capacity for heightened sensory perception. It's not voodoo or conjecture. It's a skill. It will take an adventurous spirit to transcend the standard avenues of interpretation and imagination. A boundless heroism mixed with curiosity that drives you to fascinating parts unknown. The circuitry of the brain forms a curious path. Every synapse is a locked door, challenging you to delve deeper. It carves a swath through the physical world, allowing your body, mind, and soul to explore this reality with every new sensation you experience. Damn, Marn, do you know we live in a society? (laughs) Damn, we do 
do live in a society. Better chew five gum to get over it. <sighs> um, based on a reference in the uh, the art of this comic. Uh, the players found uh, TrailicInstitute.com, which is the homepage for the Trailic Institute, okay. uh, which Checks is headed out. up by Terry O'Quinn's character, uh, whose name is Professor Trailic. Say Terry Trailic, okay. <laughs> um, and it had a phone number on it uh, that you could call and it would play a uh, a word association test. Okay. Uh, and the words that it gave you were decoy, ascent, blameless, and misguided. Okay. Uh, and these were all hidden pages that you could get to on uh, the website. Uh, decoy would take you to a picture of a, a ring sitting on a piece of paper uh, with the caption, sometimes it's necessary to sacrifice riches for salvation. Okay. Um, Ascent would take you to some concept art of the of the ice fly and a couple other things. Uh, with the caption, rudimentary, rudimentary evidence of HSP, the ability to look at the common housefly and see more. The synthesis of biology and technology, all encapsulated in this simple doodle. So are they... This is an a, a, an institute of futurism that has decided they're going to make ice flies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're gonna and, make we're gonna make the gum guy and and increase human perception, I guess. Yeah, you know. Uh, blameless led you to a news clipping that said, "Was local blaze the result of child's play?" February 7th, 1996. Last night's Rubalon Heights Inferno consumed half an acre of property and leveled the three-bedroom home pictured above, yet thankfully spared the lives of the family living within. The neighborhood wants answers, but as of press time, only speculation resounded. Okay. And um, Misguided would lead you to a, uh, a brochure for Hiltrecht Academy, applying the discipline of yesterday to the leaders of tomorrow. Uh, it was a military secondary school. Great. Normal. <laughs> um, on July 2nd, survivalcode.com was updated with mentions of two types of keys. Uh, each account on the site was given uh, three test facility keys, uh, and there was also a game code entry page that launched. And... This was kind of where the the real world uh, drink more Ovaltine element came in because uh, these keys you could only find inside actual packs of five gum. Ooh, a pay to win ARG. Yeah, uh, you could only get them on uh, special packs of five gum that had an ice fly printed on the back of the packaging. Uh, so you would have. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Aside from the <laughs> everything about it, like that's yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that. If it weren't for the fact that it is like buying gum to play an ARG, uh huh. <laughs> and like when when you got one of these packages, it had like a QR code on the inside that went to like survivalcode.com, and then also the actual like alphanumerical code for you to put into the site. Okay. <laughs> Um, and you could only get keys through getting these, like, special packs of five gum. Uh, each code could be redeemed for either a facility key, um, or 
you could redeem it for one of ten constellation keys, um, which seemed to relate to the ten different flavors of five gum that were available at the time. Um, but from like players testing it out, it didn't appear that you had to purchase one of each flavor to get each key. It was just random. Okay. Uh, the purpose of the constellation keys, this wiki says, is at this time unknown. I believe it is still at this time unknown. <laughs> so they was just, hey, buy our packs of gum. They'll have special codes on it that are do something, I swear. Yeah, I think that this is where they were supposed to get, like, some kind of prize if they had all ten keys, and they just, like, never did. Okay. Honestly, big win for five gum, then, because they can just... <laughs> Um, so July 15th, uh, the countdown ended on survivalcode.com and was replaced with a placeholder text, uh, that said, please stand by transmission to begin in approximately 30 minutes. Uh, and in 30 minutes, that placeholder text was replaced with a giant puzzle, uh, that was a sort of like eight pointed asterisk formation, made up of, like, a bunch of different colored nodes that were each labeled with A and a number. Okay. Um, and I guess players took too long to figure it out. Uh, (laughs) because the top of the image, uh, got updated with a box containing some angle shapes that spelled out Sema in flag semaphore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And after they got that clue, the players found out that you could connect the different nodes uh, by color and number uh, to each other and to like the circle in the center to make shapes that actually spelled out words in flag semaphore. Uh, okay. So... They got the words civilization, ecstatic, art, intensity, gesture, hate, tenderness, empathy, rescue, love, immersion, technology, machinery, life, and help. Okay. Uh, Which were an acrostic that spelled out reclaim the light. And if you went to survivalcode.com slash reclaim the light, you would get a audio sensory puzzle with 20 different levels. <laughs> Jesus, okay. Uh, and if you finished it, you got an achievement. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. It was, I think, like, just from looking at it, it looks like it's like the kind of thing where it like plays a certain like assortment of noises and you have to try and replicate it on a soundboard. Okay, that's kind of neat. It looks like bonkers complicated to me. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say we're we're talking about like uh, we're kind of ragging on this ARG a bit for being a very corporate ARG, but like it doesn't feel like they're phoning it in. Yes, no, like, I agree. It, it 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 no one's like phoning in this ARG, but it is like we are reaching the limit of how much of like you can make an arc about anything, mm-hmm. but that reaches a point at some point where you're just like, can you make one about gum? I don't know. I, it's rough. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and so, so players who finished this got an achievement. They also got a new set of log files that kind of 
establish so the log files you'll remember are uh are, are these little comics that show us like the the story um it, it, this one kind of establishes that the Trelik Institute is a little bit Professor Xavier's Academy for Gifted Youth. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, children who have, like, really good innate heightened sensory perception uh, being run by this professor. Okay. <laughs> The kids uh, didn't really it, understand how it feels to chew five gum. I get it. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of flashes back to 15 years ago. Uh, this this girl named Bobby is at the Institute, like, doing, like, tests to see, like, how much she remembered of, like, the, the layout of a room and stuff. Um, and uh, she, like, goes looking for like her friend's lost dog um and enters like a a weird like abandoned house and falls through the floor okay uh there's also a phone number in this comic where if you if you called it uh you would get a voicemail message of bobby's friend who's looking for his dog uh, saying, like, he's the only friend I have since I moved to the Institute, and I, I I usually keep him in my room, but he ran away, so please let me know if you've seen my dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, these log files had a bunch of disguised keywords in them that led to new uh, hidden pages on the Trelik Institute site. Uh, and these were uh, Benevolence, Logging, Conduit, Aftermath, and Biophysics Monthly. Okay. Uh, Biophysics Mo- Monthly led to a actual, like, quote-unquote scan of, like, a spread in Biophysics Monthly uh, with a uh, with a article by Professor Gerald Trelick, our man Terry O'Quinn, mm-hmm. uh called the heightened sensory misperception uh talking about hsp and uh and saying that like heightened sensory perception can help us mend our fractured mass consciousness before it shatters altogether the science of perception must be advanced andrew (laughs) the kids need to know how it feels kids need to know how it feels uh benevolence led to a uh, picture of one of the like black confidential envelopes that had be that had been uh, handed out at E3 uh, with a handwritten note on top that said professor do you know anything about this I won't pretend that I'm not thrilled at the chance to further my crossed out our research but who's responsible <laughs> for such a great turn of fortune <laughs> uh, aftermath led to a uh, a handwritten note that said dear maxine i know this letter won't get to you i sent it to our old address and it wasn't by accident it will probably come back returned to sender like all the other letters but i keep writing them to stay connected with you every day the postman tells me wrong address kiddo and i shrug my shoulders with a smile he looks like he's lost someone too but i never mention it so this letter will come back to me soon it's nice to have something to count on i miss you max love forever bobby I so there were there were spelling errors in this letter that uh that spelled out conduit which led them to the conduit page uh 
which had the caption, Discovery can't be painted in broad strokes. It's the fine details that linger in the aftermath. And had, like, a abstract painting of an ice fly on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the last page, uh, Aftermath, um, they got Aftermath from the Conduit page, uh, led them to a news article uh, that said, Burnt remains found on Tamer P- Peninsula. The smell of cloying smoke carried over 200 kilometers this morning to alert authorities that a mysterious pile of debris was smoldering its way into the tundra. No casualties were reported, nor were any survivors on hand to explain the cause of the incident. If there had been tracks or footprints in the vicinity, a recent blizzard covered up any and all traces of such activity, leaving locals to ponder the enigma the enigmatic crater that had just appeared overnight. Hmm. Hmm. Now, if you logged in a couple days later on July 19th, uh, you could now explore a actual five gum facility. (laughs) Hell yeah. I'm going to go to the speaker room. Uh, And it was like a little kind of like point and click game on the site where you could go through and like do different like little mini games in this test facility and earn achievements um so there was uh the the, like audio puzzle was moved to to this uh, and it was i i think it got like an additional 30 levels (laughs) 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 yeah it uh it, it it has 50 levels now uh there was a pentagon puzzle uh, and there was a laser challenge puzzle, and they were all kind of like either like audio or like spatial reasoning kind of like logic puzzles where it was like you have to put like these four marks on a grid so that they don't uh so that they won't intersect with each other like vertically horizontally or diagonally, and like that kind of thing, sure, okay, yeah. Uh, and once you had solved all of the, all of the different puzzles in, uh, in facility one, uh, there was like a sphere at the center of the, of this facility in the point and click game that would start spinning. Uh, and it also gave players additional logs. Uh, they got, uh, the rest of their flashback with Bobby and found out that she, uh, had like met she like found her friend's dog and she like met a mysterious old man in this uh in this house and then it it kind of went back to present day in the uh in the Tamir Peninsula uh in this like research base where a bunch of hikers got saved um and they uh talk about like a mysterious like scientific discovery that some of them were working on um a true mastery of the senses. <laughs> okay, so what if what if the five gum facility was also the mansion from Resident Evil? Yeah, exactly. And okay, and then you see like adult Bobby who gets a call from the professor, uh, who's like, "We found her," and she's like, <laughs> "Don't answer that. She'll find me when she's ready. You know that's how it has to be." <laughs> Yeah, what if it, what if what if Five Gum was Resident Evil and also X Men? <laughs> <laughs> it it really is some like there's some cool fun stuff in here that just flounders on the fact that Five Gum is also involved. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, it would be very cool, but you, it's hard to dissociate it from the fact that they are trying to sell you gum. Right. <laughs> Uh, on August 1st, uh, players got new mail uh, packages that had uh, free five gum in them. Hey, okay, so they didn't have to sell us these ones. Yeah, uh, they also finally got their badges that they had gotten from um, Test Subjects Needed. Okay, cool. And So, uh, now, each- so you said... When when you said before that they didn't get them until August, I was yes. kind of under the impression that like you were setting me up for the fact that uh, the game had ended long before they actually got the stuff. <laughs> the 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 flip side of making jokes about like oh it's just a game to sell you five gum, uh-huh. I can't imagine playing a gum arg for months. I know, and there are people who took it very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. no offense to them i just it feels weird to like i don't know it's i i i it feels different to me from something like a movie or something where there's a more creative bent to the end product instead of a commercial good available at the supermarket yeah no i i i'm 100 percent with you um so these uh these badges that they all got in the mail each had a tiny segment of a qr code uh, and they had symbols underneath that spelled out either um, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo, Foxtrot, or Golf, and then a circled symbol. And those were kind of meant to signify what piece of the QR code it was, basically, like the order that they should be laid out in. Um, and so the players had to figure out like which symbol was like which column of the of the picture uh and then they had their rows cuz it was just the the phonetic alphabet and once they did that they got their big QR code uh that which led uh which decoded to you have forged an inseparable bond with your fellow test subjects and triggered the next phase of our experiment survivalcode.com/converge okay uh, which led to a page that had a puzzle that said test subject visual perception evaluation uh, and had a 42 by five square grid uh, that had a bunch of images underneath that were diagonal lines that had specific uh, file names with letter and number combinations. Um, and each, Oh, this is hard to look at, actually. I see now why this is a visual perception <laughs> evaluation. This kind of sucks. <laughs> Let me see it. Shoot it my way. It's like a bad colorblindness test. Oh, never mind. I probably won't be able to see it then. <laughs> Are you colorblind? Uh, a little bit. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, some of these are just uh, straight-up squares. <laughs> um. And so you had to use each, um, so each of these has a hidden letter and number in it, uh, like in the pattern. And no, it's it doesn't. File these name... are all just basic images. <laughs> and its file name is uh, has like the word dot and some dashes. Uh, so like the first one is E30, the hidden text is E32, and then the... Uh, the file name is dot dash dash dot jpeg 
And so you had to, oh, you had to use the letter and number combination and the pattern. And it would tell you what row and column of like the 42 by 5 grid to go into. And I guess like, oh, and and fill in. Okay, I understand. So it, it was basically telling you like what parts of the grid you needed to fill in in order to spell out a word. It's okay. just really complicated Picross. <laughs> sure, okay. Uh and once you once you did all of that shit, uh it would give you the word extraction. Okay. Uh and the first person to uh to do this uh once once one person had done this, it unlocked a poll on the Five Gum Facebook page. Uh, where players could vote for which three of six U.S. cities would receive an extraction drop for Mission Icefly. Okay. Who wants gum uh, the most, y'all? Exactly. And these three cities, at least according to the wiki, were uh, Miami, Houston, and San Diego. And this happened like a couple days later. Okay. That's a... For a, for a big citywide rollout, that's a pretty big, like a pretty quick turnaround for something that I is, know. you know, like if people are choosing the city and then two days later it happens, that's pretty wild. That's pretty great. It is pretty wild. So yeah, uh, players were able to like go to those cities because they, I guess they knew because of the poll, uh, they got the dead drops uh, and they, they got three more ice flies, which... Uh, Unlocked some new logs on the site, kind of telling this ongoing story of like uh, the professor and like people who are in contact with him. Uh, there's this guy Will who um, like goes, who like gets an ice fly uh, and puts it in a briefcase and takes it to New York, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and exchanges. And, like, he runs into this woman who is actually Bobby's sister who exchanges the briefcase. Uh, and he, he, like, goes to an art gallery and he tries to write, he tries to buy a painting of an ice fly, but he's told that it was already intended for him all along. Hmm. <laughs> um, and then he finds that the ice fly that he had in the briefcase was stolen. <gasps> um,. And we find out that uh, Bobby's mom died, and she was like taken in by the professor as sort of a sort of a Jean Grey type beat. Um, <laughs> and we see her sister Maxine in in the present day, who is like driving through the the desert, and she goes to call the professor and and tell him about what's going on. Uh, but she gets on a bus and it fucking explodes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn. We're, oh, there's a picture. Yeah, it's a comic book. <laughs> Damn. All right. <laughs> and there's like a guy on the bus who's like, there's something wrong with the bus. We have to get off this bus now. And then it just like cuts to a picture of the bus exploding. <laughs> uh, this still isn't the worst comic I read as part of New 52. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, also on August 11th, um, the players found out that Facility 2 of, uh, of the Five Gum online experience, uh, was set to open in, uh, in four days on the 15th. And once the 15th rolled around, uh, you could go into Facility 1 and get into, like, a little sort of, like, hovercraft gyrosphere thing, and you could select that you wanted to go to Facility 2, uh, and you would be taken to a whole other facility that had unique puzzles um, for you to solve. Okay, cool. And you could use your facility keys that you got from opening packs of five gum and getting the keys inside, uh to open the different puzzle rooms of the facility uh, and solve those and get your little achievements. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad they've found a like reason for those now. Yeah. So this is kind of where the, uh, the documentation stops. Uh, we know that there were five facilities in all, um, they each had their own unique puzzles. Um, they were all like kind of like spatial reasoning and logic puzzles and glyphs um, that you could uh, unlock with your facility keys. Uh, there is one in facility four <laughs> that I'm seeing called the hypercube puzzle, and it has <laughs> a little uh, a little warning that says. Um, be careful with how you move your mouse, and it's very sensitive as to how hard you rotate the cube as to which direction it will actually rotate. <laughs> In all caps. <laughs> okay. It's like the movie cube. Yeah. Some people are getting like, beheaded as they go into the box. <laughs> I guess. Um... And so, yeah, there were there were five facilities in all. Uh, once players uh, got through all five of the facilities, uh, it it solved what the wiki says is the mystery of the ancient HPP is solved, and all five underground test facilities are excavated with the help of the player. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um, Summer Glau was involved in this somehow. She's on some of the the videos i i was wondering you haven't you haven't mentioned my girl has does she do any is she like involved in the facilities or do we not know i think that so she is like a character who is involved with the project uh her character name according to the 42 entertainment video is natalia suddinger uh who does not appear on the wiki okay uh she is in two videos on uh, the YouTube channel called The Next Chapter and Our Last Stand. Okay. Uh, in Our Last Stand, she says that she's a neuroanalyst for the Human Preservation Project. And is like, hey, come to the website and do more puzzles. Okay. <laughs> this is our final stand. You have to do these puzzles. These <laughs> final stand. Please come visit our website. <laughs> Yeah, I, I am. Know, I am skipping through her videos. It is kind of just here's a commercial for our game. Yep. Summer Glau is doing is is doing these commercials. Also, there's a bunch of footage from Five Gum commercials as well. Yep. I know. Also, from the uh, from the Forty Two Entertainment video, there were like in person 
sort of like activations in certain like grocery stores and like Walmarts where there would be like a five gum employee there with like a thing for human preservation project where you could like go and buy five gum. Okay. Uh, I know also that they, from this video, that they did a thing at New York Comic Con that year. (laughs) (laughs) Where they, like, built part of one of the facilities and, like, let people come and take pictures and do, like, sensory tests there. Yeah, this is where I'm hitting the, like, just the the limit that we were talking about before where it's like, yeah, there's an in-person activation, but it's at a Walmart to buy gum. Uh-huh. Like, I, I like... That, yeah, it's just not something that I can, like, look past as a person playing an ARG. Yeah, like, yeah, they did an in-person thing at New York Comic Con, but it was like, go to the Five Gum facility and lie down in a little, like, sensory pool. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, there's, it's just like, I don't know. There's a lot of cool stuff here, but it's like... At the end of the day, it's Flash games that in the end say, buy more five gum. Yes, exactly. And like, let me see if I can find the Facebook page I was on earlier. Like, gonna make a, gonna make a arg. It turns out there is a real juicy fruit <laughs> that you and all of your closest friends can track down if you find enough code, like codes and packs of gum. Yeah, and like... The the Furry Two Entertainment page says that like nine million people played this, which I'm sure is true to some extent. I'm I'm sure that nine million individual clicks were made on a website. Yeah, because right now their biggest video on their YouTube page, Survival Code, is one point one million views. Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. And that feels like required viewing to play you know like and what is the the last one is 16k you know take the first step is 185k i know and i know that that can't be the be all end all and maybe this was well it's from 12 years ago so maybe this isn't just an archive if this is a there's a chance this is just an archive site instead of the live site but i feel like you wouldn't get 1.1 million on an archive site you know yeah and and so what i've kind of been able to piece together about like the note this arg ended on is that like by very by like late 2011 early 2012 uh this had ended a bunch of people had been promised like they would get some kind of like token from a pre- of appreciation from 5gum for like finishing the arg or collecting all of the the constellation keys um and they were like where is it why don't we have it yet? Uh-huh. And this continued throughout much of 2012. <laughs> what were they supposed to get? Do you know? I don't know, and neither do they. <sighs> but they know that they should have gotten something. Yeah, and they were, like, emailing the company, like, sending letters. I think one person threatened to sue them. Uh, and then, like... Five Gum changed all of their like Facebook branding over to like not have human preservation project stuff on it anymore. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, well, we're never fucking getting that, I guess. They changed over to actually we're for gamers now. <laughs> yeah. I do feel like that's that's really the struggle with making you make an ARG, right? And what you have done is uh to use marketing speak, you've activated 
the most active players you could possibly get in a in an online marketing campaign. Like mm-hmm. you are building a brand loyalty out of that. Not not to sound like one of those like you messed with gamers. People who are willing to sit at their computers and get an achievement. Like not to sound like one of those guys, but like you did mess with gamers. People who are willing to sit at a computer and get an achievement. Yeah, literally. But you made specific five gum gamers. The only people that have ever cared about getting merchandise from Five Gum, and then you didn't deliver to those people specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't have any big thing to say about that. But like, if there's one group not to annoy, it's the people that sat through a Five Gum ARG. Yeah, <laughs> they really, they really did do that. <sighs> oh, Lord! How it feels to chew Five Gum? How it feels to chew Five Gum? <laughs> I mean, this feels like the best arg you could make for a gum. I don't know <laughs> about that. <laughs> How okay? How would you make a better gum arg? Um, I wouldn't. Well, <laughs> first of all, I launch I don't it. Know I know a lot about different gum brands, <laughs> so you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> I'm go- first of all, I'm going to launch my my arg. Uh, there's a new. Great comic thing called Heroes in Crisis. I think I'll put my ads directly in that book. <laughs> Gonna get a lot of eyes there. So, my other thing is that I think that I think that brand ARGs for something as like stupid as gum is never gonna work unless it's being done by someone who doesn't own that brand. I you know? <laughs> I I agree. I think that we could make we can riff off. That's the thing. We can riff on Five Gum. Uh huh. But the, the people at Five Gum can't riff on it. You know. Yes, exactly. Like if you're trying to be like a little goofy about the commercials that you made, no, you can't do that. You can't be like, oh, we've made like an extended universe in in like the five gum commercial space and like we're we're making a a whole story here and it's like it's it's kind of goofy and it's like uh, the x-men like no you're you're still trying like your your bottom line here is still making money yeah you're trying to sell me gum end of the end of the day like yeah it's yeah there's (laughs) <laughs> we can make Pepsi Navy exposed, and yes, when we do that, I'm 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 not gonna lie, we sold Pepsi products doing that. <laughs> yeah, kinda, like, yeah, we did. <laughs> I I bought Pepsi products I was not planning on buying. I know that our audience bought Pepsi products they weren't planning on buying. Like we sold Pepsi, but like if I worked at Pepsi, I couldn't pitch. Oh yeah, let's. You know how we had a Navy once? What if we just yeah. referenced that? Exactly. And and I I do I do agree with you. I think that that's where it really falls over. Is that like you have to take it too seriously as the ambassador of Five Gum in yeah. a way that it's just like great. You already fell over on your face because you're talking marketing at me. And like I think if some rando on the internet had made an ARG with the concept like oh you know the facilities that exist in the Five Gum universe like what if they were real. And, like, they were actually in the Arctic, like, running experiments on, like, gifted teenagers. Like, that would fuck. Yeah, and that would that would work. But I do think that a big chunk of that is just, like, 
I, I, I don't really fault 42 Entertainment for this, but I do think that like it's the problem of having a big brand that reached out to the biggest player in the game. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. It's like, oh, we're going to do activations at Coachella. We're going to do activations at um, at Bonnaroo, not Coachella. We're going to do activations at um, at E3. We're going to team up with DC Comics and do an ex- exclusive ad campaign through their biggest launch cycle. And it's like, yeah, but we're just selling gum. Like, there's a disconnect that comes in when you, you have the two highest powers in a thing working together in a way that just makes it feel disingenuous and not work. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, no, I, yeah, 100%. But yeah. Brand ARGs are always funnier when they are made by some rando on the internet who has, like, (laughs) insane opinions about that brand. (laughs) (sighs) God. Well, uh, I guess that one's going to do it for us. This is a quick one, but I, I, thank you for telling me everything about the hyper-corporate Five Gum ARG. You're so welcome. I think I said literally on our like 100th anniversary episode that I wanted to talk about this at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, If you don't mind me, I'm going to go step out and buy some Respawn, the gamer five gum. (laughs) What do you think Respawn tastes like? (laughs) Well, they've got three distinct flavors. There's cool mint, pomegranate watermelon, and tropical punch. So two of those are going to taste like absolute horse shit. Um, (laughs) Cool mint. It's hard. Look, it's hard to fuck up mint. It's hard to like, it's hard to shoot the moon with mint, but it's hard to fuck it up too. I, 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 they really do have vitamins in them, huh? They have, uh, yes. They also have, they have B vitamins and green tea extract to help maintain focus for gamers. Lord. Man, Five Gum is really fallen. At the time of this ARG, they had 10 flavors. (laughs) Now they have like four. Listen, it's the economy. <laughs> People just aren't chewing gum like they used to. They really aren't. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Martin, do you have a recommendation for us this week? Yeah. You don't want to You don't want to rate this air sheet? Oh, you know <laughs> what? We can. That's all there uh, is to say about it. <laughs> I feel like I've said enough. Uh, <laughs> Martin, do you have any? What do you think about the story of this one? Uh, sucks. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It honestly, it is exactly what you said. It, it, if it was coming from anywhere else, the idea of like, yeah, there's a secret X Men facility where they're doing all the trainings from the Five Gum commercials. That that rips coming from anyone but Five Gum. It, it, I do. <laughs> I do think it's awesome that they left one of their characters on an exploding bus and apparently never followed up on that at least according <laughs> to the wiki <laughs> i i like ultimately it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth when it comes from a major gum company boom got him marin what do you think of the puzzles they're fine i would i would have liked to like actually kind of experience them um I I can't fault 42 Entertainment for doing the 42 Entertainment thing where they're like, let's go to some big uh, conventions and, and do an activation there and also like have people go to major cities and, and do a dead drop because it, it always works for them. It, you know, yeah, it why, always works. If it ain't broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's one of those things where like, 
on one hand, I think it's really cool when you get a bunch of websites that are a bunch of cool flash games that like make you actively do a thing and solve a puzzle to do. But then yeah. the flip side of that is that like it is just a website full of flash games. So like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to it's it's I know I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth on this one, but like that is kind of how it feels. Yeah. Get you five gum. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's really where I am. I don't I, I, I like it, but also like, is that all you got? They, they've got cool ciphers and stuff like that, too. I don't want to act like that's all yeah. they're doing. I do love that they uh, they put that ad in Flashpoint. They they had a lot of confidence in that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, how would you rate uh, replayability? It sounds like it's pretty well documented until it's not. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's pretty well documented up until they hit like the third facility. And then everything from there is, is kind of scattershot. Yeah, okay. I'll I'll let you be the judge of this one then. <laughs> we're the we're the official <laughs> the, we're the most collected version of the history and it's mostly us <laughs> ragging on the companies involved. <laughs> yeah. Great. We do good work around here. Uh <laughs> Marn, how fun is this one? Like a like a 6. <laughs> I had fun talking about it at least. I've had a lot of fun talking about it. <laughs> I do think it falls in it it does fall into the thing of like I just never want to rate a company too highly, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, yeah, pro- maybe that's on me, but like, I do kind of get into a point where I, I, I'm i like, the amount of money spent on this, this arc, we're talking millions. Yes, absolutely. It, and, and this is what we got, you know? Yeah. And like I said, it's, it's kind of interesting to see a situation where, like, the usual 42 entertainment strategy didn't really work that well. Yeah, I I think that, well, I think that it's, we, this entire episode has been us making jokes about gum. Because I think that that's really the long and short of it. It's just, like, it's about gum. Yeah, like, there's there's not a lot for them to create meat out of here. Like... You, the, you made lore for gum. Yeah, like the Dark Knight and Year Zero and I Love Bees. Like those are all things that are set in a universe that like has a creator that knows what they're trying to say. And I Love Bees and the Dark Knight even have like a full canon to draw on outside of like the product and there is a world there to play around in five gum is like well we have some commercials i guess we, we've we got some visuals let's do something with them and it's it's one of those things where like those visuals were cool yeah i i always thought that like oh shit five gum commercials are neat because it's like some weird sci-fi shit going on I don't necessarily get it, but it looks cool on screen. And that's all I really want. Exactly. But then you get into like, oh, let's link them together and tell a story about it. And that's where it all falls apart for me. It's like if they tried to make an ARG out of... Okay, I need... Hey, everybody, I'm stepping out of the joke for a second to... uh say that I know that this was part of the Lost ARG, but I th- it, it's like if you tried to make an ARG entirely out of the Sprite subliminal ads and nothing yes. else. <laughs> yes, absolutely. If, if, if there was a website that was just like, actually, Sprite is doing subliminal messaging on you. Uh-huh. <laughs> In order to solve the puzzle, you should buy more Sprite. 
I don't know. Maybe that would work on me. I like Sprite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a cool, refreshing Sprite. Pepsi Navy exposed to we're bringing subliminal back. (laughs) A classic twist of lemon and lime together dancing on the tongue. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) But like, and, and I know, again, they did use the subliminal site in one of the lost ARGs, but it wasn't like the thing that they were using it for wasn't Sprite. It was like, we hid some lost shit on this website. Go find it. Right. Exactly. Because again, you're playing with a creative universe that knows how to tell us. Well, knows how to tell a story does get a little, (laughs) it is saying a lot for lost by the end, but yes, I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah. (sighs) Well, I think well. that's about it for us, huh? <laughs> yeah, you got any recommendations? I have to go first. Uh, do I have any recommendations? Um, you know, I'm I'm probably not the first one to say it. Uh, and if you know about it, you don't need me to tell you. But uh, the newest season of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is really good. It's really all I got for you. I have not uh, done a lot since the last time that we recorded <laughs> Nothing new. Uh, yeah, that's fair. It's only been a week. Yeah. Also, Sam and I are starting to watch New Girl reruns. Oh. Uh, that show is fine. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's a it's a sitcom where they took like they took three guys who have really good chemistry and are fun, interesting characters together, and they're kind of off to the side because it's a sitcom about a talking baby in the shape of a kindergarten teacher. Who, I have only ever experienced that show through like clips that people upload to TikTok. <laughs> it is, it is, I don't know. It's weird because the guys are fun and interesting to watch together. And then every episode, it's if it's about Jess, the main character, it's a real coin flip on if she feels like a human being. Yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> it's kind of surreal. <laughs> um but yeah, I've been checking that out. It's I'm not I I don't know that I'd recommend it, but it is what I'm doing. Yeah, fair enough. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> How about you? Do you have any real recommendations for us? Because I really don't. Uh, yeah, I have a, I have a podcast recommendation. Um, I have really been enjoying a new podcast uh, that is called Jam Mechanics. And it is a collaborative podcast between two uh, solo musicians who I really enjoy. Uh, the Narcissist Cookbook, Matt Johnston, and uh, Bug Hunter who just goes by the name Bug. Uh, And it is a podcast where every episode, they each bring a prompt for the other person. They give them that prompt, and then they go away for three hours, and they each have to write a full song based on whatever prompt they got. Uh, And then they come back, they play the demos of those songs for each other, and they talk about it. And they kind of talk a little bit about like their writing process. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm. They have like three episodes out, and uh, also they're putting all of the demos up on Bandcamp, so you can buy uh, each. You can buy each actual podcast episode as a bundle with the two separate demos if you like want them in your music library. Um, and, uh, I am going to do that for this week's episode that just came out because I really like one of the songs. <laughs> cool. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, it's really good. Uh, there's only three episodes out, but it comes out every other Monday. Um, I... 
think that it is a good and funny podcast, and I really like hearing songwriters talk about their process and kind of, like, throwing each other weird creative curveballs to write about. (laughs) Like, one one of them in the first episode was, like, you have to write about... Um, the four elements, but you can't use the words fire, water, wind, earth, hot, wet, or, like, dirt, I think. <laughs> and it's it's really interesting to kind of, like, see how a song comes out of, con- of like, weird constraints like that. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Good podcast. Go listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, I think that that's going to do it for us, so... Until next time, if you want to get a hold of us, you can still find us over on X. Uh, we are together at Argonauts Pod. Otherwise, you can find us individually. I'm at co-host Sherms. I am at Corpse Survivors. And if you want to get a hold of us in a more long-form way, you can do so. Uh, we've got an email address, argonautspodcast.gmail.com. Uh, send us anything. We're open for it. Um, beyond that, if you want to support the show, you can do so. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Uh, but beyond that, if you want to financially support us, you can go to Patreon. Uh, that's P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N.com or support the Moonshot Podcast Network, which we are uh, two of the heads of. So uh, support us and all the other cool stuff that we do or our show itself. But yeah, uh, I think that's going to do it for us. So until next time, that's ARGS, baby. <laughs> <laughs>